Welcome to the Innovation Overground, the front porch of academic innovation, where we find some of the coolest university technologies. We don't have to. We want to add to the volume of some of those innovations and hopefully help them become actual things that can help people out there. Thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Tyler Scher, PhD in Science Wizard. What's going on there, Tyler? Hey, not a lot. Just uh, it's been a good day. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. bad. How are you doing, Charlie? Not bad. My back hurts. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to. Put on brave face, but and also is a job. So I don't know why I went. <laughs> I wondered what Help the depths me. of your stoicism I, I, I were about. I mean, you look like you're carved out of marble. Somebody punched me in the face. <laughs> no, you're made so. Out of rock. Joe is a doctor, law dog, and entrepreneur, Broke werewolf. Charlie stoic Hello, face. Joe. <laughs> God, you know, I'm doing great. Me. Thanks for asking. Uh, no pain, no uh, discomfort. <laughs> And uh, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> please Jeez. rate and review it. Please tell your friends. Please let us know the technologies that you want to hear about, the big problems of the world you want the university to solve. They're your universities. You deserve solutions. Let us know where it hurts, world. <laughs> let us know how big of a wuss I am. Yes, please do help us spread Pretty the big. <laughs> <laughs> Please help us spread the word. From uh, a technical point of view. So that we can... Uh, uh, add to the volume of these technologies and and help them uh, get the oxygen they need to get the, the further development so. to solve the world shortages. And that's what yeah. we're working on. Yeah, we it's been we're, a cornucopia of shortage. We've been uh, I don't know. We're knee deep into a series of uh, stories or uh, episodes about shortages. Yeah. Um, I like story shortage. We're, these we're are our a, shortage stories. I, we're, I'm we're having a shortage. I'm on a shortage of proper words. We're knee deep into the the sewage of shortage. <laughs> I don't Man, know why we I should have cut that one off before we got there. <laughs> yeah. But every, but I have a story ever, about urine. Ever <laughs> yeah, ever smell an episode go bad? Because oh the, man, because I can you stop talking? I want to hear the urine story. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about time we went over you urine. Had me at urine. Go. I, I I thought I had plenty of urine. I didn't feel any shortage there. So this is about. Um, the, the, it's, it's about the discovery of phosphorus, the discovery of phosphorus and the story dates all the way back to alchemy. Okay. That took a turn. Yeah. So, well, phosphorus? you know, we're talking about shortages. Phosphorus is, uh, there's, there is a shortage of phosphorus. Uh, the, there's a, the is phosphorus, phosphorus a fancy word for saltpeter? Um, phosphorus is an element. It's an element. Yeah. It's, is it's saltpeter. The, the, I don't know what the saltpeter 15th is. element. Um, uh, saltpeter is maybe a fancy word for phosphorus. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what's back salt, where I've come from. We don't is, call it phosphorus. So does salt does does phosphorus like uh, when when like urine dries up? Does phosphorus appear? Oh, we're gonna get there. So there was a guy named Henning Brand. Is this Henning back in Brand. the Civil War when no. women had to save their urines so that they could make gunpowder? Is this where this is going? Oh man, it might. I guess but saltpeter is gonna get there in a weird nitrate. way. Okay. So this is, he was a 17th century alchemist and merchant from Germany. And he believed that uh, the secret to creating gold had to do with urine. Uh, so at first, because he, he had two very good reasons. He was very, very rational. So for, gold and urine were both similar color, you know, obviously. So, you know, if it- That's if it, such if, a if German it, alchemist If it weighs thing. as much as a duck and- as, <laughs> <laughs> what also floats? <laughs> Stop it. Tiny pebbles. No, we're not doing that. Continue. Okay, sure. Second, urine came from the human body, which was regarded by alchemists as a work of perfection. So anyway, so so this dude. <laughs> no, not my body, but okay. So, so this dude basically had like a shed uh, where he had large concentrated amounts of human urine and just left it to ferment. <laughs> 
He then worst would, neighbor ever. Yeah, I think this guy was yes. single. So you're talking about the, the smell when you can smell an episode going bad. This is, <laughs> that's just that smell of that German alchemist. Yeah. Is that, oh my goodness. Wasn't urine also a process of like part of the process for tanning leather? I think they'd use like urine pits. You know, man, I don't know. You want to talk about tanning like, leather? I want to hear about the German alchemist. All right, sorry. I think Shakespeare. I think like William Shakespeare. Urine. I think his family were they were tanners, and I think they were. Uh, sorry. Anyway, so, so, so apparently so he reeked he, he, of freaking dried urine. So then he heated and distilled the, <laughs> the, the dried urine, and was left with a white waxy solid that uh, which glowed in the dark even in a closed oh bottle, my God. and would combust spontaneously with a very bright flame when exposed to air. And so he named it phosphorus. Uh, it's Greek for light bearer. Yeah, yeah. So that's anyway. I've okay, I got, got the origin so, of phosphorus. Doesn't yeah. sound like that should be very rare. <laughs> I guess it's true. If we could just <laughs> ferment urine. Case closed. <laughs> so once solved. again, alchemy is the solution. <laughs> Except we use massive amounts of phosphorus in agricultural processes. I I hate to interrupt as the producer, but actually, did you know that that was the process for also making saltpeter? Oh, my gosh. That's what I was saying. According to the rescue. Sorry, I don't know if I I missed something. But what's funnier, even funnier than what you were saying, is that there would also be not just urine, but also the feces, which would be Mm. (laughs) urine would cover the feces to make... We have a producer. <laughs> Where's this voice coming from? Well, that would be, <laughs> did you guys hear that? I did. That's awesome. No, I had a history teacher who Thank would say you, that um, that there were guys who would hang out in the latrines and they would scrape the saltpeter off the walls. But it's also they also would sprinkle it in the navy in your food to um, take the lead out of your pencil, as they say. Wow! Oh my and goodness. so these guys were all basically the saltpeter miners were. All impotent. Saltpeter is potassium nitrate. They were unleaded. So we use tons of potassium in agricultural processes as part of fertilizer. And so one of the reasons why we're running out of potassium is that you put potassium in the field, it rains, leaches potassium out, and all the potassium goes into the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Okay. When I do this, I want you to say Gulf of Mexico. Do you mean phosphorus or potassium? Oh, did I say potassium? You said potassium. Because I'm Man. thinking, wait, are we talking about bananas now? I'm cause... stuck on my P <laughs> elements, right? <laughs> there is, There might be a banana shortage too, but save that for another episode, Joe. <laughs> oh, there's a banana <laughs> sh- Oh, there is. Man, we should like one genetic variety of bananas. We should have led with bananas. <laughs> we should have started with bananas. What do we do? Let's talk, talk about, about potassium instead. <laughs> helium and sand. I mean. Can I change my Twitter handle to helium banana? <laughs> Helium no. banana. Okay. So, no. but the, the relevant all part right, is so like, all the fo- all the phosphorus is in the Gulf of Mexico, right? Because yeah, it's it creating the, algae blooms, right? It's in the groundwater. Yeah, Nitrogen yes. too, you yeah, know. Yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah, so all the things that sort of plants need to grow also makes microorganisms in the water grow, right? Which is you know creating those blooms. And so, the 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 phosphorus shortage is largely a function of concentrating phosphorus, putting it into agricultural products, it getting leached out in sort of the hydro cycle, right? Okay. Tyler, yeah, that is 100% accurate. Got it. So, um, so what university... So it, the need is agricultural. We need more... Largely. Uh, we, we need better conservational mechanisms to give phosphorus to plants because they need to grow, but in a way that it doesn't get washed out. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. So somehow keep it in the soil. Yes. So yeah. what, do you, what do you got, Tyler? <clears throat> um, so I have a technology from North Dakota State University... We don't have the same thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For you listeners, occasionally that happens. That does happen, yes. Um, <laughs> Especially so, when you do zero planning. Also, Tyler and I will occasionally show up at the same party wearing the same dress. 
but never oh. the same earrings. Oh, man. That was weird last time. <laughs> <laughs> For so many reasons. <laughs> okay. Um, so they, they uh, have what a... What just happened? They've invented um, at North Dakota State University a process for removal and recovery of phosphate from water bodies um, in order to then reuse it as fertilizer. So this is exactly what Joe was describing. Um, we have all, all this agricultural runoff, um, and we we want to be able to filter out and otherwise collect uh, and be able to reuse that phosphorus. So one, it's not damaging the marine environments, but two, it is then being able to be put back on plants. Um, so... Yeah, they uh, they 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 have a a, a a protected process here um, to be able to do that, and it uses um, it uses various pHs. Um, um, it's effective for various. Uh, they have different methods for different concentrations of phosphorus from water. Um, there's 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 beads, and there's this whole process. Um, so you can look at that. We'll provide the show notes to be able to look that up. But this was invented in 2016, and they're looking for a licensee on this. And it's this is a big deal. Um, and I'm glad someone like North Dakota State, who has a lot of, a lot of agriculture, uh, is tackling it. So um, the, the technology I found is um, unusual because it's a combination of something really high-tech and something really low-tech. So basically, what uh, it's a group out of Chinese, Chinese. They're a group out of China, um, and uh, the the university is Hihai University. And basically, what they've done is they've created this nano composition that can hold on to the phosphorus, not the potassium. Totally different thing. And then they connect that to some sort of conventional industrial or agricultural waste mulch. So to tobacco leaves or to kind of, you know, it's a essentially a nano mulch. That's interesting. Is the weirdest thing in the world. But they essentially use a, a carbon uh, uh, nano carrier to sort of grab onto the phosphorus and then it slowly releases it. So that way it doesn't wash away. And then to keep it in place, they then attach that to just standard topographical mulch. So it's agricultural waste that you put over the top of the soil so oh, it holds okay. it in place. Okay. So you have this very high-tech material science solution, which is a nanotech solution to hold on to the phosphorus. And then you've got this incredibly old solution of just mulch. not having the soil be exposed that sort of holds on to the nanocarrier. Yeah, interesting, that's interesting. Which I thought was a really clever that's a, that approach. Is a, that's a it cool sounds, uh, You know what it almost sounds like? It almost sounds like the China should be doing the, the ocean pulling those phosphorus out of the water thing and then North Dakota should be doing the because they're not they're landlocked right oh yeah well yeah they are but um, I mean they have some some large you know the the is it the, the James or the red right that ended up flowing down into uh, Missouri and then Mississippi oh, and yeah. ends up all getting down to the Gulf they're, they're trying to tackle it at the source they're they're way upstream of the Gulf yeah but you're right they are landlocked yeah but I mean Maybe I misunderstood the technology. I thought they were just trying to pull the phosphorus out of the water. They are. That's their technology, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they can get it out of the water before it gets down to the Gulf, they can keep North Dakota's phosphorus and fertilizer in North Dakota. So they're trying to get it out of the they're rivers and the streams borders. up there. Yeah, right. before they, they could. Yeah, it could be applied there before, even. Yeah. Phosphorus filters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then they take that phosphorus and they nanocomposite and then they attach it to tobacco leaves. And then they can they, work together on this. Exactly. They could. It's a multifaceted okay. approach. University's got you two different and, ways. And they don't have to pee on anything, right? Uh, you, where you get your phosphorus is your business friend. Okay. Yeah. We, we don't, it's a don't ask, don't tell. Man, I am just, phosphorus. all my dream weird sentences, I'm just nailing it. <laughs> okay, then. 
And uh, you can see me nail it by reading the program notes. We will have links to both the Chinese and North Dakotan technology. Is it Dakotan? North Dakotan? Yeah. Yes. Dakotan. Do the Dakotans have a common Dakotan nomenclature? Or uh, you, you nailed it. Okay, I'm just going to stop. Uh, and uh, we'll also include a link to some stories about the origin of phosphorus and alchemy. Man, all the sentences. Okay, yes. And also, I want to thank our sponsors, Unimed, the Technology Transfer Commercialization Office for the University of Nebraska Medical Center and the University of Nebraska at Omaha, and also KVNO Studios and UNO. And also, i got to give a shout-out to Corbin, our producer. Thank you, Corbin. Corbin, you're awesome. <laughs> So for Tyler, Share, Jorangi, and Corbin. Corbin left. I don't know Corbin's last name. I just realized. I don't Corbin's either. new. Yeah. He's the new it's, guy. It's, isn't it Corbin the producer? Corbin isn't the producer. I think that is the, would be the, his middle name. Yeah. It's a Jersey thing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for joining us on the Innovation Overground.